Our text verse is verse 8. See that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to, to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according by Christ. Beloved in our Lord Jesus Christ, in Article 6 of the Belgian Confession, we dealt last week with the Apocrypha. That's the non-canonical, extra-biblical writings that may be read, possible even learned from, so far as they agree with the canonical books. But they are not authoritative, must be judged according to the testimony of Scripture. And Scripture is our only authority for faith and practice. And I want you to remember faith and practice. Because these two words are the essence to understand Belgic Confession, Article 7. Article 7 of the Belgic Confession deals also with how these non-canonical, extra-biblical writings, as well as customs, our customs, councils, and confessions are to be viewed considering the sufficiency of Scripture. And so we confess in Article 7 of the Belgian Confession that the Bible is sufficient. The Bible is enough. The Bible is clear. And the Bible gives us everything we need. It says a lot today, especially and churches want to make the worship service a bit of a concert. The Bible is enough. I don't need any more or any less. It is perfectly complete, containing all that I need to know and be able to live for my God in this life. And to say that the scriptures fully contain the will of God it's also to say that in the Bible, God has revealed to us everything we need. Everything we need to know about the faith, what we are to believe, and also the practice, how we are to live. The Bible contains all I need to know for my salvation, and it always directs to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior was the living word that lived among us. With the Reformation, the sufficiency of the Scriptures was a big reason for discontent with the Roman Catholic Church. The Roman Catholic Church thought that tradition is the only way to understand the will of God. And with tradition they meant the apocryphal writings, the voice of the Pope, and also other church decrees, which they called bills. And so the Roman Catholic Church denied that the Bible has the final authority and ascribed the authority to the church. And for example, the Pope would declare someone a saint. For instance, Mary. Mary was without sin, they would say. 
And we believe that Mary's a saint or Mother Teresa because of the Pope. And in him, the church has spoken. And so the Pope became the final authority. But it's not, not only the Roman Catholic Church. Also, with the Reformation, other groups deny the sufficiency of the Bible. Groups like the Anabaptists ascribed the final authority to the Holy Spirit. And it was thought, especially in the Middle Ages, the Reformation, that the Holy Spirit would tell people in a sovereign way what course of action should be taken apart from the Word. And when I prayed, and I am sure and convinced the Holy Spirit told me to do that, I will do that. In theory, the Holy Spirit was raised above the Word of God and separated from one another. This continued up to this day with many Pentecostal and Charismatic churches that relied on biblical revelations outside the Word of God. When we confess the sufficiency of the Word of God, we are confessing that no further revelations are coming from God inside or outside the Bible. Not one. Paul said not even an apostle or an angel from heaven in Galatians 1 verse 8, or to teach other than what the Holy Scriptures have already taught us. Unfortunately, we also, maybe it's fortunate, fortunately, because this is what reformed means, to always look at yourself, to return and to reform to the Bible. There's only one thing, and that's the Sufficiency of the Bible. And therefore, it's not only charismatic churches who struggle with this. We are confronted more than ever with issues like women in office, the importance of the confessions. Should we still hold to that? That was in our last synod. The partaking of the sacraments. Not ethical issues like euthanasia, abortion, political correctness. This is not only the CRCA. Last week, one of our sister churches, the GKSA, had a general synod. And although they decided in 2018 that women can't serve in the office of pastor or elder, some of their churches continued to ordain women in office. Office of Elder. And these churches' motivation was that they were not sure or convinced what the Bible teaches in 1 Timothy 2 or 1 Timothy 3, Titus. They were not sure that it is an, a, a confessional command, although explicitly stated that women can't serve as elders. They believe it more to be of an ex exegetical issue or a maneutical issue of how we understand the Bible. And they said they don't have enough men to serve. 
Our circumstances have changed, they say. And therefore, our interpretation of how we understand the Bible needs to change as well. And so the Apostle Paul gives good advice. Verse 8 of our Bible reading. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit. According to human tradition, according to the elemental spirit of this world, and not according to Christ. Also our confession. Therefore we must not consider human writings, no matter how holy their office may have been, equal to the divine writings. Nor may we put custom, nor the majority on synods, nor age, nor the passage of time, or persons, nor councils decree, or Official decisions above the truth of God. For truth is above everything else. It's so important for all communicant members and baptismal members to stay informed of the development of all our churches over the world. To ensure as best as possible that the churches together remain faithful to the revelation God has given in the Holy Scriptures. And it requires prayerful reading, study. And authority never lies with people, nor synods, nor the Pope, but with Scripture. That's what it means here. And if your body is not functioning anymore, we should look for help. And we need to do the same with our emotional and spiritual health and our spiritual body, the church. We need to be built up as a church by Christ in a society that has become dysfunctional, where the focus is on humanism, human rights. We need to be built up as God's people, where there are so many voices, so many philosophies, so many wrong thinking and deceit. But how are we to be built up by Christ? Paul tells us in verse 6 and 7 of our Bible reading, Therefore, as you receive Christ the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, bounding in thanksgiving. We have received Christ, so must, we must walk in him. We confess that we as a Christians, Christian in true faith receive Jesus Christ. We receive Jesus as the Christ. We received him as our Savior. We walk in Him. Therefore, we are called Christians. And we confess that we are Christians because by our faith, we are members of Christ. And we are taking part in His anointing. And this is the first part of the confession. Our faith. Belgian Confession, Article 7. In the Bible, God has revealed everything that we need to know about faith, what we are to believe, where our salvation lies, 
And we know and confess that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. And we are in the office of anointed believer in Jesus Christ. And as a Christian, the world can see the attributes of Christ in our life. As a light and salt. And from Jesus' teachings in the Bible, hope, peace, and example. And for His Spirit, He helps us to change our lives, to face our trials and temptations, and to move forward with faith and complete trust in Him and the Father, and to live as He has instructed in His Word. His Word has all authority. All authority lies in the Bible. And the Bible alone, because it's God's Word. And through the Bible, we are walking in Jesus. So we can do well to take note of Article 7 of the Belgian Confession here. Therefore, we reject with all our hearts everything that does not agree with the infallible rule, as we are taught to do by the apostles when they say, test the spirits to see if they are from God. If anyone comes to you, does not bring this teaching. This teaching is from the Word of God. Do not receive Him in your house. And to accept the Bible as all authority. It's not a limitation. But it's life. It's a joy to do His will. To give up those things that bring division between us and Him. This is my sin. My desire worldly voices to put our time and culture above the Bible. It's the other way around. The Bible is the light to our culture. Rather, we should alter the confession that the Bible determines everything and God's infallible rule for our life. And so a Christian walks in Jesus' footsteps. We confess His name. And as we have received Christ, we must walk in Him in faith in our daily course and keep up our fellowship with Him and each other. The second thing that Paul said, we are rooted in Christ. The more closely we walk with Jesus, as our only salvation and taught in the Word of God, the more we are rooted in Jesus, established in our faith. And if we walk in Him, we are rooted in Him. And the more firmly we are rooted in Jesus, the more closely we walk with Jesus. We cannot be built up by Christ unless we are rooted in Him. And when we are deeply rooted in Christ, we are also becoming standing trees of faith in Jesus. We know through the Bible that Jesus is the foundation of the church, the rock, we've heard this morning, of 1 Corinthians 10 verse 2. And we are rooted in Jesus. He's the foundation. And upon Him, the church is built. And this foundation is only Jesus Christ, the one and only foundation, the rock. And He's alive through His Spirit. He's with us. He made us right with God. He alone holds the power for His Spirit to grow us into the people that God wants us to be. He's doing it for His Word and Spirit. Jesus is the reason we exist as a church. Therefore, the gospel should be proclaimed. 
Jesus is also the foundation that we need our lives to build upon. And if a congregation, the Bible tells us, is built upon everything else, it will disappear. Our Lord Jesus said himself in the book of Revelation that he will take their candle away if we forsake our first love. Revelation 2. And when we are rooted in Christ, our faith should be nourished as well. Fed. That's the being done by the Word and Spirit. We are nourished through the preaching of the Word, by reading the Bible, through prayer and persevering in prayer. In the New Testament, Christians often characterize Christ's body Branches or a vine. And so every believer is part of the kingdom of God. Sometimes people emphasize their individual relationship with God and say, says, yeah, I will serve the Lord on my own. I don't need to attend church. The Bible tells differently. We are part of God's universal church anointed as Christians for His Word and Spirit. And following Jesus means being a child of the Father, which means that you are part of a family. That family is the church. The integral part of who we are. And together as a church, rooted in Him for His Word and Spirit, we are being built up by Christ through the Word and Sacraments as God ordained it. And that's the last point. We are being built up by Christ. Those who receive Christ in their lives may indeed be firmly rooted in Him, but we should still be built up. How do we do that? This is the practice that the the Belgian Confession Article 7 teaches. How do we do that? The Bible constantly teaches how we should and should not live. The service to the Lord, for since the entire manner of service which God requires of us is described in it at great length. The Bible is the rule for our lives. It has all authority over our lives. The rule of this church. It determines our service to the Lord. This means that we shouldn't shy away from the Bible. An assumption that we don't understand it. That's why we should Attend the preaching of God's Word. Study the Word. We should instead be prayerfully busy with the Scripture God in His care has given to us. Practices such as prayer, Bible study, fellowship, worship are ways we are built up as a congregation. And in contrast to the Roman Catholics and Anabaptists of their day who were quite content to leave the Bibles on the shelf, They relied on revelations. Guido de Bray and his fellow believers treasured the Bible. They reasoned that if God gives his word to us, then it's sufficient, necessary. And since the Holy Spirit works faith by the means of studying God's word and the preaching, Romans 10, each person should use that means. So that Bray 
and his congregation were busy with the Bible. And they studied it. And it's with God's word that he leads me and gives me direction in the service to him. Also, my situation, where I am in my life, adversity I face. Find my answers to these questions and challenges. I should read the Bible foremost and first. So Christ is building up his church to be true to his word and to stay true to his word. Paul reminded the believers in this letter that they must be aware of those who would deceive the children of God with philosophy or deceitful words. But if you know God's word, you will not be deceived by the times, the culture, liberalism, everything goes. Legalism, everything is sin and you are bound by the law. And if you are built up in Christ, you will grow in spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you may walk in a worthy manner to please the Lord in all aspects in your service to Him and every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. I want to conclude. We must believe and live this confession. It means and come to this, be busy with the Bible. It's enough. Sufficient. Being busy with the scripture is simply a matter of living consistently with the faith we are allowed to confess. But to leave the Bible closed, our young people as well, open your Bibles, read it. And if we do that and we close our Bibles, it's to deny what we learn from, from Scripture. Brothers and sisters, I plead with you, do not be denied by the times, deceived by the times, by our culture, by philosophies. God told us that He has given, given us everything we need for our faith and our worship. Everything we need to be equipped as His children to serve Him. His word is sufficient. Amen.